Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Relation Trips. This is Jennifer Yeoman, your host. On last week's episode, we took a very special relation trip through self-care and why it's a necessity and not just a luxury to care for yourself like you do with those that you love. Today, we'll navigate through the five levels of needs and why they are so important for our overall health and well-being. So let's begin our journey. Today, we're talking about needs and how essential having our needs met are a necessity to living a happy life. We know everyone has them, but everyone is not able to identify what their needs are and specifically how to adequately have them satisfied. So today, I'll use Abraham Maslow's work as a blueprint to help us gain more clarity on our needs and how we can individually go about fulfilling them. But before we move ahead, I think it's important to know a little bit about who he is. And so Abraham Maslow, an American psychologist who is commonly referred to as the father of humanistic psychology, he developed a hierarchy of needs to explain human motivation and self-actualization. And so although his theory suggests that people have a number of basic needs that must be met to move up this hierarchy, to pursue more social emotional and self-actualization, this really only scratches the surface of his inspiring work. But today, our focus will be on the hierarchy of needs. Now, if you can envision a pyramid with five levels, and starting from the base being your most essential of needs, you'll find physiological needs. Next, as you work your way upward, you'll find your safety needs. Thereafter, social then your esteem needs, and then self-actualization. So as we think about our physiological needs, these are biological requirements for human survival. We need food. We need water. We need to have air to breathe. We have to keep our bodies warm. We need a place to stay, so we need shelter. We need clothing and even sexual reproduction to maintain the survival and propagation of the human race. So without these things, the human body cannot function optimally. So our physiological needs would be considered the most important as all other needs become secondary until these needs are met. For example, if an individual can't breathe or is hungry or extremely tired, the body would move you to have those needs met. So the goal would be to get oxygen so that you can breathe or getting food so that you will not be hungry anymore or sleep if you're extremely tired. If not, the body would then begin to go through physiological changes and even meeting the body's need to regulate its temperature would fit into this category. Now, and as we move up to the second level of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the requirements become a little more complex. At this level, the needs for safety and security become primary. So people want to experience order, predictability, and control in their lives. 
So the need for safety contributes largely to behaviors at this level. For example, a person would look for adequate employment to care for themselves or their families and even work to provide safety against accidents, injury, and health and wellness. So together, the physiological and safety levels of the hierarchy make up what is often called our basic needs. But I would also like to add that there can be many variables depending on each individual. So what a person's upbringing has been and what might be going on in a person's life at a given time. Now, moving up the hierarchy, once our physiological and safety needs are fulfilled, the third will take us to love and belonging or social needs. And this would include interpersonal relationships. So maintaining healthy connections with friends, family, and a romantic partner, community, social groups, religious organizations, or other group activities fall into this category. In order for people to avoid problems such as loneliness, depression, and anxiety, it is important for people to feel a sense of belonging, acceptance, intimacy, and trust, and being able to receive and give affection and love. A man, for example, will find it very challenging to focus on intimacy if the safety and physiological needs of his family are not met. So ladies, this is something to keep in mind if our spouse is concerned about employment rather than intimacy. So give him a little grace. This is where understanding and empathy can come in. And when it comes to love and connectedness, a woman in particular will go to great lengths for a partner, even to the point of desperation at times. But regardless of being a male or a female, our social needs and having them met are extremely vital. Now moving along, esteem needs are the fourth level in Maslow's hierarchy, the need for appreciation and respect. When the needs at the bottom three levels have been satisfied, the esteem needs begin to play a more prominent role in motivating behavior. So I'll quote, self-esteem needs leads to feelings of self-confidence, worth, strength, capability, and adequately of being useful and necessary in the world. Not having these needs met leads to feelings of inferiority, weakness, helplessness, and discouragement. And at the peak of Maslow's definition of self-actualization needs, which refers to the realization of a person's potential, self-fulfillment, seeking personal growth. And so if you think about it, a person who's an artist would have to create art. And this doesn't mean you have to be known in the world, but just being able to do what you love to do. A writer will have to write. A person who loves music will have to create music. And it doesn't even have to be an artistic ability, but doing something that's designed specifically for you, your own self-actualization. And I personally would like to include a spiritual component here. Being able to understand the meaning of one's life itself and utilizing this information to lead a life of one's fullest potential. 
to become everything that one is capable of becoming. Everyone has their own gifts and talents. So such individuals can be described as doing the best that they are capable of doing and developing to the fullest stature of which they are capable. So it's important for me to state again that each individual is different. There's so many variables and learning and growing never stops. But if there is a deficiency in certain needs, a person cannot fully focus on others. We all should continuously reflect on what our needs are. What level are we functioning in? And what can be done differently to have our needs met more adequately so that we can be fulfilled? We individually are responsible for identifying and understanding where we are, where we want to go, and what we are willing to do to get where we want to be. I think we all can agree that navigating through this relationship is definitely a journey. So I would like to leave you with this question for reflection. What have you learned about yourself while reflecting on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So my loves, this will take us to the end of our excursion today. We have navigated through the basic needs for human motivation and what that looks like. But don't forget to tune in to our next episode. We'll continue through our most important self-care journey by interviewing medical nutritionist Chandra Cardi to help us understand the importance of having a healthy relationship with food and how we can reduce the effects of poor health and how we can work to capitalize on living well. So, make sure you share this episode with those who could use some extra encouragement. Subscribe to my email list at www.lovetolivelifecoaching.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Coach J Yeoman, and that's Coach J-Y-O-U-M-A-N. Remember, if you enjoyed this podcast, please share your experience in the comments. And if you need personal support, you can contact me with the information shared. I'm Jennifer Yeoman, your wellness coach. And remember, make this day great.